All right. Woo! I don't know how to start it. That that was a good start, right? <laughs> you got a bra button. Hey. Okay, so this Jesus is... Jesus is Lord. Not, give me a hand, Lindsay. God bless you. God bless you. This is the Play Cousins Podcast. This is the first official Woo! episode. Uh, Hashtag facts. Facto. July 16th? Is yeah, it, is yeah, that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. July 16th. Great first, day. Great day. We're going to the Hip Hop Festival, Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Woo! But we said, stop it. Stop. Stop being an okay. Instagram thought right okay. now. Okay. Okay. My okay. name My name is Jameer. Um, Hi, Jameer. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, th- th- this show was like my, my my little baby. It's like an inception. It is. You've been working so hard on it. Yes, yes, yes. And through fear and, you know, kind of just own self-doubt, I was able to persevere. We're here. It is an amazing, like, I'm, I may cry. I'm not going Aww. to, though. But I may, because I'm strong. And I'm lucky enough to have a famous friend who thinks I'm cool enough to be on a show with him. Shut up, Lindsay. First of all, you're no, more famous true. than I am. Lindsay, uh, uh, first of all, Who's Lindsay. famous? You. Excuse me. No, you're just hosting events all around the city. So? That's, that don't mean nothing. That eating, is a lot. I ate beans and pasta last week. <laughs> I didn't even have pasta sauce or rice. Oh, you should have called me. I would have cooked. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I got to put your mic up. I got to put... <laughs> like, I could... All right, say You should have called me. I would have cooked. Ah, uh, see? See? I got... All right, well... We're going to talk to you in a minute. I got you. All right, Lindsay. Um, I got to thank you. Just for Aww. doing this with me, Aww. taking this journey, of course, this podcast journey with me. <laughs> I'm I've been trying to do this for a while, and so I'm glad that this one worked to be perfect for what we both want. Right, perfect. L- Lindsay, Lindsay was uh, uh, supporting me through kind of a rough time. Uh, we were both kind of going through a rough time, yeah. and you know, you it's were been there. A tough year. Been a tough year. Real 2016 tough. has been very tough, but you kind of been by my side um, in that regards. And I was just like, I felt like we were compelled to to do this mm-hmm. and kind of brought together to do this. And uh, uh, another person I got to thank is uh, my my boy Shaq, who created yes. that dope ass fire. I'm a Boondocks character. You are a Boondocks character. Yes. I got that thug in love. Stink Mean is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Stink Face Mean. Literally, the first thing I thought when I saw that picture was like, Miss Dubois, I'm sorry that your peach cobbler look like vomit with peas. That was what? the first thing I thought when I saw oh it. Oh my God. Because that's my favorite line. On clearly, the show. <laughs> clearly. Because the voice was there. Everything. Miss okay. Dubois. Stop doing it. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. So this this show is gonna be for the people, right? So yes. uh, each week we are gonna have uh, a, a main, of course, a main guest, but we want to get people's stories out there, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we want to try to make everybody a superstar mm-hmm. uh, in that regard. Give everybody a voice. That's what play cousins are. Like you may not come through my mother's womb, <laughs> but damn it, we family. We still family. We still exactly. family. And and today I'm fortunate to have. Uh, a, a guest with me. I met her in the back of a car. I know that sounds crazy. Wow. Swear Jamil. to God, though. I was on my way to Connecticut Woo. hosting a show and she was there and she told me that she is a, a, a kit collector and, you know, you'd be like, that's yeah, every, I like everybody, that there's a she and she. kit collector in the yeah. same sentence. That's yeah. dope to me. Alone. I, I thought that I thought that was amazing. Every But, you know, you hear that and you be like, oh, this motherfucker. Everybody collects me. Everybody. Then you go on but her no. Instagram mm. And whoo, mm. 
This shit is lit. Slaying my life. Right. She is uh, well-regarded in the sneaker community, and we're absolutely excited to have her here. Didi, kick with Didi. Hello. I'm raising your mic. Hello. Is that you? That ain't you. My fault. Kick with Didi. We raise your mic. <laughs> Hello. Hey! <laughs> Look, like I said, look, this this is gonna be our worst show, y'all. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> no, we like starting completely. off completely. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. We Don't we doing it. We doing it. So, uh, Didi, before we before we get in, into it with you, mm-hmm. we got to do our twenty second rant. Um, twenty second rant. If you have anything to rant about, you do it. That's negative in twenty seconds. Cause don't nobody want to hear that negative shit. All right. So I go first. Show you how it's done. You need to time me, time me in your head. Oh, God. All right. In your head. All right. Mm-hmm. Ready? And go. So I'm watching OJ Simpson, Made in America, and I feel like black people, we wasted our get out of jail free card on this motherfucking OJ. You mean to tell me we're going to celebrate because OJ allegedly killed two white folk. And got away with it. We really pissed that away. And that's going to be part of the theme of the show. Pissing our dreams away. All right. You got, you got your 20 That was seconds. it? All right. That's that it. That was a very, very beautiful I'm fucking angry. <laughs> I wanted to let you go for like 35. It's because, all right. You know. It's all right. We kept it at 20. That shit pissed me off, though. All right, Lindsay. Let me hear your rant. 20 seconds and go. You know what I can't stand? When people tweet for attention. They just say anything for any reason to troll but some people are not trolling they're just trying to put their actual thoughts into make more exaggerated versions and i'm just kind of like what are you doing this for who cares about 30 retweets or 100 retweets that gives you no paper at the end of the day you sound dumb stop it that was good I was about I to be like, I'm about to be like, don't nobody hear that shit, Lindsay. <laughs> We're keeping it positive, but Diddy, you got something to rant about? Yeah. Okay, give give it to me in 20 seconds. You ready? Yeah. And go. Okay, so this app, Pokemon Go, I love it. It's the amazing app. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, but I hate when the, when the app glitches. Why does it got a glitch? I hate that. I was catching a Pikachu. <laughs> And it glitched. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is some bullshit. I wanted my Pikachu. And it glitched. And I was like, yo, fuck Nintendo. Fuck everybody. I was so upset. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> All right. Good. That was a good first one. She said, fuck Nintendo. Yo, fuck Nintendo. I'm sorry. Banjo-Kazooie was my shit. So I can't even say that. They gave me a blessing. A blessing. Fuck Nintendo my right now. No. Unless they sponsor the show, then we love Nintendo. All right. Okay. Oh, my God. You heard sponsor. the new um, Nintendo that's coming out? It's like a, a I miniature. did. I, I can't wait. So I can't you wait. you are not only a sneaker. Bitches head, just want Banjo Kazooie, all right? That's all we want. <laughs> you only want <laughs> Banjo fucking Kazooie. What is that? Nah. That, I, need, that, I don't I don't know what I it is. I need my Street Fighters. I need my Capcom. I need Star my Fox. Mega Man. I we need cool with Star Fox over cool here. With Star, Fox. Star Fox was shit. I'm not even going front like that four player was on fire. All right, Didi though. You here? Um <laughs> you are an amazing kit collector. Like I said, Thank I met you. you in the back of a car. <laughs> I was on my way to uh, Connecticut, Watertown, Connecticut, which I will oh, never. We're not, we're not, not, again. Go, we're not going Reverend back. Please, no, never again. Never again. I didn't want to go in detail what happened, but long story short, never again. And there wasn't any food spots open, and no. I'm a I'm a fat ass. Yeah, I love to eat. Mad slim, no. I, I hate I hate being slim. <sighs> Welcome okay. home, guys. I hate being slim because I consume so much more than anybody in this room, and I'm still slim. I totally believe that. We at, we peed in bushes. Remember that? Oh I'm my sorry. God. No, I need to give a sucking teeth moment. Why? Because she just said, I can't eat everything, but I'm still slim. 
I hate that. I hate. I hate. I hate you, it. You want. I. You want injections. No, I okay. will never do injections. <laughs> okay, I do good. my boobs though. You do your titties. I do my titties, stop. but stop. I leave my hips the way that it is. And gotcha. stuff. Oh okay, we got. No, I'm just trying Y'all to make see, sure. It's been not even like ten minutes into the show. I know my mother is not gonna be able to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I check off episodes like no. I ain't sharing this. I have a potty mouth. That's what everybody says. I have a potty mouth. Okay. All right, so no. we definitely, all right, we definitely respect you for coming on the show. Thank you. Met you on the way to Connecticut. You told yeah. me you co- collect sneakers, and I was like, this so is kind of interesting. You wouldn't believe me until my, what I have on my feet. Yeah, your feet, your feet, your feet was fire that day. <laughs> they fired today. Um, talk about how you got started in this uh, interesting business of sneaker culture. Well, I've been doing, I've been learning about sneakers since 2004, but I didn't start into the collecting until 2006 when I got into high school. Um, long story short, first retro uh, bread 13s. Mm. Uh, it was around Christmas time. Around the same time, the PS2 came out, so I was a game head. Okay. So I told my mom, I was like, Ma, PS2 250, sneakers is $84.99. Get me the sneakers. Right. Saving money. And my birthday is three months after. So either way, I'm gonna get both. So you're the my- real MVP for that. You are yeah. as a child. Being so- a child and be able to bra- <laughs> uh, uh bargain like that. MVP. Yeah. So my mom was like, okay, $84.99. Okay, I'm saving money. That's perfect. So mommy was like, okay, I'll get you the sneakers. I went to my sister and I was like, Hey, mommy's gonna give you the money to um give me the sneakers. Here's the money. And back in the days, they had midnight releases. Call midnight releases where you could just stand in line, no riots, no nothing. And you could walk in the store trying the sneakers and everything. And it was all comical. My sister went to my mother, don't get her the sneakers. She's gonna dirty them. She's not gonna take care of them. So um after that, my mom got me the PS2. I was happy about that, but I wanted the sneakers. Yeah. And then in middle school, I was bullying tees because I was uh, mainly wearing Air Maxes. To me, I loved Air Maxes and Ducks when I was younger. Everybody was doing the whole Air Jordan wave, mm-hmm. and I was bullying tees because of that. So, and then once I got to a high school, I was like, let me take this seriously. So when I started copying Jordans and stuff, and actually knowing the knowledge of the shoes, which helped me with the history and stuff, people was like, okay, we gotta, we take you seriously now. I'm like, yeah, mm. y'all better take me seriously now. That's right, because Latinos do not play when it comes to Jordans, like at all. Yeah, and it's also kind of stereotypical because people think that all Latinos and Hispanics wear Air Jordans, and that's not the case. Very, that is a mm. very good stereotype to point out. <laughs> and then not people, that is true. I can tell that you want to laugh. So no, hard but to it's, be. it's true. No, because, it's true. No, and like, fortunately, with him, most. <laughs> Most um like Puerto Rican or like Hispanic women that he meet, they mainly wear Jordans. Od. Mm-hmm. He mainly wear Jordans. Oh, no, it is skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Colored. Colored skinny jeans. I don't do the skinny jeans. I'm already skinny. I don't need to be skinnier. That's fine. So. Right. We keep it. We, how, how old are you? I'm if you don't mind me asking. I'm 24. 24. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't she look like she's like 12? I know. I look 12. We I know. Do. Everybody <laughs> says uh, you look very, very young, and I'm like, I would say 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's young as fuck. She look young as fuck. <laughs> That's know. all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So yeah. but you took this 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 game seriously, the sneaker game, which is heavily dominated by men. Yes. Um, how would you say that's been like have you had to earn your respect? Yes, I had to earn my respect. And the thing about it is when I started, social media was very, very big. Mm. So I took advantage of Instagram. I took it 
hugely. And um, after I graduated college in 2014, my first job was Sneak Upon USA. Um, I was the only female that I was assisting there. And then stuff happened, so I left. And then um, during the meantime, me working at Sneak Upon, I was an intern at Kicks on Fire. So that's what helped me with the networking and stuff. And that's when people started taking me seriously. And then I would go to these sneaker shows, and um, people would just look at me, and they would tell me, oh, um, this, I have this sneaker, such, 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 uh, is this price. And I'm just telling them, no, that's not the the value of the shoe. You overpricing it. So I knew so much knowledge about the shoe, about the worth and everything. And dude, like all the dudes like in their 30s and stuff who's been doing this for years, looking at me like, how does she know all of this? Right. And then um, to the point that I would get interviewed and people would put like um, interview many of my Air Jordan knowledge because I'm mainly, mainly knowledgeable when it comes to Jordans. Mm-hmm. And then um, I worked at another store where pretty much I helped him supply. I pretty much was c- considered as the plug. I know so much. You were peop- the plug. So that's what people consider me. I don't She's consider myself. I don't Lindsay. consider myself as a plug. I really, really I'm don't. The plug. You're the plug. I don't consider myself. I'm the plug. It's just that I just know so many people in the game that could hook me with so much stuff. Anything I could get. Mm. Anything I could get my hands that's, on, I could that get. That sounds like the life. That, that's that's, that's plug. the definition of a plug. perfect yeah. definition of a sounds plug. Like the life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were uh, was Lulu from Paid in Full. You that was you. You were Lulu. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Stop! I'm gonna start co- quoting Cameron. God, we can always quote Cameron because mm. no that's more chicken. Like, no more rice. No more rice. No more champagne. You get nothing beat. You were the yeah, plug like though. You were you were Lulu. Everybody eats. Okay. So and the thing about it is I know. Um, sneakers that's released before anybody and I'm really appreciative about that because people hit me up like I get DMs every day about oh what do you think about this shoe anything about sneakers and the thing about it since I'm a female there's not that many females that are knowledgeable about sneakers mm. about the culture as I am and the thing about it is unfortunately females don't get a voice everybody in the community say oh females do get a voice corporate says females do get a voice it's still to this day we still don't have a voice and my job as a new female sneaker is to introduce not only females, but different females. I'm tired of seeing the same females being broadcasted and people think they're the only females in the game. And that's not the case. Mm. That's not the case. So I have a project called Kick It With Didi 365. Mm. So every day of the year, I introduce a new female sneakerhead from around the world with her whole collection. And she introduces herself, how she started the game and everything. And most of these women, they really appreciate me because most of them are shy. And they're very, very scared when it comes to this culture. Because this culture is very personified and has so many stereotypes. Mm. And pretty much I'm trying to break those stereotypes. Let's, let, let's give Didi a round of applause for being the sneaker female Martin Luther King in this game. <laughs> Revolutionizing <laughs> civil rights for women Breaking in the down sneaker barriers. game. Breaking down barriers. I'm proud of you. Nah, for Thank real. You. That's for real. Lindsay, you had an interesting question that you asked offline. Yeah, I know that we talked about how you plan to hope um, open up your own store one mm-hmm. day, which obviously sounds like it's going to begin any moment now yeah. <laughs> with the fact that you have so many plugs. But um, I was wondering, as I asked you before, um, would you ever consider going into like styling someone or helping people with their style for yes. sneakers? Um, I've always wanted to style people, mainly their footwear. Mm. Um, pretty much I've been doing that for a couple of people. Like most of my friends will hit me up and be like, oh, I have this outfit. Well, sneakers will go with it. And so most people, they will match the color of the outfit. I'm not. I will match the actual history or the actual theme to the outfit first. And then I would choose the sneakers. Mm. I wouldn't even think. Yeah, like I wouldn't even be able to think of that. 
in yeah. my life. I, I, I mean, like, if you could ideally style anyone with their their sneaker game, like, they're pretty good with their sneakers, but you know that they could use some improvement with your techniques and, like, with your knowledge, who would you probably choose? That's very hard. <laughs> That's very, very hard because there's so many people. One of the people that I really, really wanted to style footwear-wise is Fab. I was just mm. about to yeah. say Fab footwear that. is amazing, and... I really love, Always he's doing on. the 90s era um, outfits and stuff mm -hmm. with certain sneakers. And there's certain sneakers that I could think of from the 90s that he could actually wear right now with the outfits, with the theme that he's wearing right now. That's so dope. Who's somebody that needs help? Who's somebody that you'd be like, yo, what are you wearing? <laughs> wow, that's a... that's a Burn very, your feet. That's a very, very hard question. That's because um, I mean, so many can people. we we shouldn't throw shade at the basketball players who make terrible sneakers? Oh my right? god, Ooh. Westbrook, <laughs> Russell West, Westbrook, Westbrook! Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? You don't like the college shirts with no, no sleeves? No, I don't like the footwear. Oh, okay. And I feel bad for people like these athletes who are who who are sponsored and who are officially with Jordan because. Unfortunately, there's not that many players who get a voice with the company. Mm. You get to design your own shoe, but the shoe is most likely whack. You don't get a retro. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what people what people don't understand is retros is me is the main thing when it comes to Jordans. It's the retros. So the fact that they don't let certain people uh have their own retro and stuff, that kind of disappointing. Like Melo, when he did his retros, amazing. Fire. And the same colorway as the Devin Nuggets, that's that that was amazing. Um, when D-Way was with Jordans, I really was disappointed. I wish that they actually gave him a retro. He has some samples and stuff, but they haven't released it. Mm -hmm. But if he actually was there longer and they gave him like an actual retro and everything, I think it would have been revolutionary. revolutionary. I think it would have been good. Yeah. Wow. So, I, you know, who's retro? I don't even know if this was an official. No, it probably was. Remember when Kobe had the Laker 3s? Yes. Fire. That was a, that's a, that, um, it came out. It was it a came pack. Out. It's a yeah. pack, but he gave it to certain people. My friend, um, he's one of the top people in the game and he's a size 13, 14. And he gets hands and samples, sam like very, very rare shit. And he's the only person with a size seven and a half of that pack. Damn. Wow. And that pack goes for 80 grand. In that Trump, size. Wait, 80, 80 grand? I was yes. going to say 80 grand. Okay. I saw on eBay for like 70 something thousand. And realistically, that pack, if you look at it, when that size in particular, there's only one of a size seven and a half, it only goes for like 30 to 50 grand. Mm. So pretty much you could use those, you could use that pack to trade it for a, a down payment for a house. Yeah, yeah. My best friend, um, no. she traded in some of her sneakers. They gave her a check for 40K and she used it for a down payment for a house. Mm. That's amazing, though. Like that I makes that wanna makes me want to like go read some somebody. books. Right? Imagine yeah. seeing people somebody. trade in their shoes for cars, for motorcycles. Like it's it's serious. It's very serious. Yo, and you don't even realize how how uh, serious the sneaker game is mm -hmm. until you start seeing like people recoup crazy money off it like you Absolutely. said. Absolutely. Where do you get the financial gains though from it? Because like you said most you just people, don't flip. Most kids. people that I know is their 9 to 5 job. They put money to the sign. And people people uh, figure out, oh, how much do you need in order to start this game? I tell people all the time, you need at least $1,000. If you raise up $1,000 and you buy shoes and you flip and keep on flipping and you're making more and more profit, you're good. Mm -hmm. And you meet people, more suppliers, more plugs at the same time. Sounds like a drug deal. 
It really does. People but consider this as a drug, and I really yeah. don't consider this as a drug. I'm not doing this for a check. I'm doing this for a purpose, for females to be to well known, to be recognized and be heard. It's for style. And I'm doing this for the love. I'm not doing this for a check. So can you give this up? You think you can give it up? No. No. <laughs> no. The serious look in her face. Yeah. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I try so many times, but I will, I come back to it. Right. So not even for like if you were in a relationship, he's like, yo, babe. no. And the thing about that's it, they got to they, they be the, they got to be the one she's selling to. That's one huh. of the stereotypes in the community: relationships. Yeah. Because people think when it comes to females, they have a boyfriend that's within the community and they buy they buy her the sneakers and stuff, and that's not the case. The three guys that I've ever been in relationship with. with are someone sneakers, but I will buy their sneakers. Whoo! I Ooh. need a woman like her. <laughs> I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. So like, so like the last guy that I was with, um, last year we went to SneakerCon and I styled him up and everything. Um, what? I pretty much, um, at um, I went to his house and he has a collection. He has a crazy collection, and like he wanted to wear some boring ass sneakers. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> This is and, I once bought a shirt for and a I, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. I told him. Nice. So she I was me. wearing um, that day for SneakerCon last summer. I was wearing my white cement 388s with the Nike logo on the back. Mm. And when I was looking at, at his closet, he had on black cement 3s from 01 with the Nike logo on the back. Fire. So I was like, where are those? So he was like, why the fuck am I going to wear these shits? I'm like, trust me. So when we was walking in the building and everything, people was taking picture of our feet and stuff. And he's like, why taking, why are people taking picture of our feet? I'm like, that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing. If people stop what they're doing and look at your feet and take pictures of your feet, you're, you're popping in the community. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, was it emasculating for him? Is that why y'all not together Was anymore? it like an ego thing? No. He was very insecure when it comes to me. Most of the the three guys I'm I'm with, they they when I was with them, they very insecure because I was too supportive financially, sexually, and all of that. You were so, supportive sexually. <laughs> we gonna go in. Why would you, why would you focus on that? She said they supportive I, sexually. Yeah, what and like, they consider me. They consider me. Please get your leg off of the chair. No. <laughs> and there's like I'm too loyal, you know, and stuff. You're too loyal. What kind of shit is this? First guy that I was with, um, my first relationship, supported him financially and everything. I even helped him with his tuition, and he. You too loyal. I I I think they were they they felt emasculated. To be honest, it's like you do too you do do too much for me, and I can't do anything for you. But y'all brag about oh y'all want a woman like that on Instagram and stuff. Here's the thing, people lie. Now I do <laughs> want a woman like that. Don't get it twisted. But I, I think it has to be more so equal because they may feel like you putting in too much work. And so I, if that's the I, case, I they can't reciprocate. If yeah. that's the case, put in the work as well. I don't. Some people I, might not have I, the means to. I've I've realized that some people really just don't I even have the had means my to. My ex's mothers tell their their son like, "Yo, why are you doing this so much for her? She's doing so much for you and for me." I even supported my ex's mother. You know, his mother almost committed suicide and I was there for her. Damn. Wow. So, so some some people just cannot get out of the, the fact that they are just in a selfish place and they just need to be selfish and get that, go through that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So some people really just cannot physically reciprocate it. And so they, they, you know, they love being able to receive that from someone, but eventually it does like get to them where they're like, wow, I'm really not able to reciprocate it and I'm not going to be able I to really for some time. I really don't care about reciprocate it. It just... 
be there for me. Keep it a hundred with me. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta give me nothing back. I know you can't give me nothing at this moment, but be there for me. Respond to my text messages when I call you. Pick up the phone. If you don't respond, just let me know. Be like, I'm doing something. That's it. A lot of women just want that. To be honest, that's and what I want. I be curving text messages, and it's I get, no, no. They be times that I even it popped hurts. up at their job because they didn't respond to me or anything. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, oh, crazy. Okay, okay got, got it. you. Yeah, now got we got now, to the now issue. we have the root of the issue. <laughs> What do, you, what do you expect on Puerto Rican? Hey, <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I love. That's what I love. I like when we get to the root of things. Right, right, right. The real. You're crazy. Okay. Well, what do you mean with supportive <laughs> sexually, though? What does that Jolly. mean? No, we are going to talk about this because I have never heard that before. My my sexually. first relationship, he said sex got in the way and I expressed my love through of uh, materialistic things and I supported him too much. Sound like a good problem to have. I've had that problem before. Though, you give to be me honest. too much pussy, and I don't <laughs> want it no more. It's too much. That is crazy. You know what's okay. funny? I could still see, like, I could see you saying that at some point. You're like, I can't do this. I can't it's do just it no too more. Too much of a great thing. It's so much pussy being here thrown at me. <laughs> but then I'm giving you sneakers. I'm hooking you up with your bells and everything. Yo, all right. So I'll be on. I couldn't handle that. That that's too much. Like yeah. I need to feel like, hey. Like, let me I'm pay for uncom- dinner. I'm uncomfortable. As a woman, I'm uncomfortable when, like, if I'm going out with someone multiple, multiple times, and I just literally have not paid for anything for, like, like five, six, three days. 50, I need to at least buy, like, 50, 50. I need to at least, 50, like, buy 50. a drink. I need to at least, like, pay for one of the meals. Something. Like, even if you're, like, if you're one of those people that's, like, I refuse to let a woman pay. Like, I need to at least do one thing. No. Something. Yeah. No, I'm 50, because I just, 50. At least give me 80, 20, something, but no zero. It needs, yeah, it no does zero. need to be at some point. Like, I just don't really like always getting paid for all the time. It just makes me feel like I'm just... I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. Like, I just feel like I'm... What if I feel like I'm taking advantage even though they're offering it? I still feel like I'm taking advantage just by, like, accepting it sometimes. I hear you. I hear that. Same thing. It's like you don't you don't ever want to be the 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 pro, the sole provider. Because yeah. then that makes a person... Unless they're a I'm gold used digger. I'm used you used to, being, to being the sole provider? Yeah, I'm used to being the sole provider. Yeah, Yeah, see. me too. But... Yeah, but that's... I, you have you to get, you, I had to get out of that. Like, I literally, like, had to be... My parents had to sit me down and were kind of like, Lindsay, like... You oh, your parents not. are supported. My parents are not supported me. Shit. You're lucky. Damn, y'all. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. I'm going to hug y'all after this. This sounds... <laughs> this is totally deep-rooted. Yeah, I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we sneakers. got... I think it was a sex, supported sexually. It's because, yeah, because you obsessed over the damn comment. What does that... I need to find out what that meant. Like, no, oh, they, they said I was so supportive sexually. Like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> like, would you Jamil, love you a woman put a PSA to out, ladies. you... Yeah. And feed you. I could cook and everything. <laughs> I cook for Evie when we was in a car, oh, and she shit. was, and she was happy. She Where was, was my plate? I know you didn't. You didn't know me. Jamea, then, we're, but gonna, we're cool. gonna host. We're gonna host like a um, like a auction for you, and then everybody, all the girls are gonna have to come with like what they can do. So okay. everybody, nobody raises a money Valentine's to buy it. They're gonna be like, special. I can cook. Ooh, nice. I can sexually support you. Please sexually support me. <laughs> Pay these dick bills and, then, and then when they raise it, they gotta be like, and I can do this, and I can do that. So we're gonna do an auction for you. Okay. I'm no, definitely gonna make no that. women too tall. Yes, we're though. gonna host it. We're gonna host it. Y'all gonna host Hell it? Yeah. Yes, we're yeah. gonna host it. Uh, we're so down. Support me, lady. <laughs> Sexually. Okay, all right. We 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 I mean, I gotta, gotta get off of that. All right. So uh before we before we switch gears, mm-hmm. let me know uh where do you see the sneaker game taking you? Like where do you what do you wanna do and uh um, what do you wanna accomplish out of this? 
like I said, in a couple of years, I want to open my store and a chain. Pretty much just like a, a flight club. So okay. you could just come in and stuff because, unfortunately, um, I know a lot of people who has Nike accounts and stuff, which is a good thing, but they don't make enough money. Mm. They don't. They don't. A, because of the supply they get, the amount of supply that they get. And it's, it's, it's horrible. I've seen so many people who have consignment shops make more money than them. Mm. Mm. So I want to do that. Um, I'm... In the process of doing a website to help people advertise their uh, their stores, anything in the sneaker culture. So um, unfortunately, everybody wants everybody wants to open up a store. Everybody wants to be a reseller. Everybody wants to open up a website. But the main thing that they forget about is advertising mm. to get that much people, that much viewers. So pretty much, I'm gonna help people out, advertise their inventory, advertise their blogs, anything when it comes to sneakers, help them advertise. Okay. That's pretty dope. And I'm also, I'm going to continue with my female uh, project. My goal yes, is to reach do. a thousand girls. Wow. Um, I'm going to do a male's uh, edition, and I'm going to do a couple's edition. Okay. So, That's how, so all you hers. couples. Yeah, right, right, right. Or like I, I said, his and his are hers and hers, too. There yeah, you go. I'm definitely going to do it's a logo. World. I'm going to do a logo for pretty much. I'm going to do like three different couples, um, straight couple, and then... Um, Lesbian and yeah, that's dope. I'm gonna do that, that because I know a lot of gay couples in the community that really love sneakers. Nice, and that's a stereotype as well when it comes to the gay LGBT in the sneaker culture as well. There's so much. There's so much. There's been incidents and stuff when it comes mm. to the culture. When it comes to um the gay and the lesbian. Community. Really? Yeah. Wow. You don't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Like I I mainly know lesbian couples or lesbians in the community. And they've been stereotyped so many times and I be feeling bad for them. Mm. Yeah. Because of their sexuality. Awesome. And it's like, for what? We're the same people at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah, you never think about these things in the sneaker community. You just, you really think about like the it's style a different and the sneakers, world. but it's, it's really a just different a culture. World. Mm. Like people don't understand that there's beef within the community because <laughs> of what you got on your feet or the pictures that you take. It's really, really in-depth and people don't understand it until... They see us in social media. It's mm. like a reality reality show for, for 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 everybody. Maybe you need to create one. Yeah, that may be another with project. this female empowerment stuff. You know, that may like be a really dope think, reality show. But I would do a mainly more of my race okay. um, when it comes to reality TV. Um, most reality TV shows is based on African Americans. I never seen a Hispanic Latino reality TV I show. Did. What? It was the one on uh, MTV. Which one? Um, Washington Heights. Washington Heights. No, was that so was so funny. That was so stereotypical. I no, it was. Well, it was a reality that. show. I, there was a lot of backlash. They they tried to get that off the air within the first few episodes exactly. because it was that bad. Very it was that bad, bad culture, and it was yeah. very very stereotypical within the, within the culture, and I did not like it. I'm up okay. there in the heights, and it's definitely not like that all the time. Exactly. At all. Right. Exactly. I'm so. sorry. You asked me to name one. But no, I but did that's it. true. But that's true that they were at least. Trying to go after a different, you know. Demo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the people that they chose and all of that, I thought it was horrible. I thought it was horrible. Oh, Frankie was cute. <laughs> you remember the names? Like, yeah. stop. Yeah. I don't even remember the names. I don't like, remember I, the names I know, I, if I see them in my face, okay, I remember you, but I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it because the next day I would walk, and I'm from the Bronx, mm -hmm. and I would walk outside or I would go to the Heights, and then there's people who are not African-American or Hispanic that try to do like the actions that we do and stuff, and I think that's horrible. Yeah, you don't no. like it. I don't like it. You don't like that shit. We don't like that shit. We mm -hmm. round of applause because we don't Woo! like that shit right there. All right, shit I don't Didi, like. let her, let everybody know your uh, social media. Um, 
My Instagram is Kick It With Didi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's K I C K W I T D D. Um, pretty much, I inform everybody sneakers, what's going on in the community, and also in current events. Right. Um, unfortunately, n- there's not that many uh, social media that covers social events, especially what's going on outside of this country. Yeah. And especially when it comes to uh, sneakers outside of this country as well. I'm very informative. She is a sneaker connoisseur, Mm -hmm. uh, a pretty amazing lady. And if she Mm -hmm. loves you, she will support you sexually, (laughs) as we know. One more time for Didi. Didi, you're going to stick around with us, though, right? Twitter bio. That that should no, that be. should be a hashtag. Yeah, support 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 me sexually. Support me sexually. <laughs> I think that can that'll be amazing. Support me sexually. I like I like that. All right, so Didi, you're gonna stick around. Uh, real quick before we introduce our uh, our guest of the day, uh, I want to play a game called You Can't Lie. Oh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one quick question. You cannot uh. lie about it. We're gonna do. Uh, I, I'll I'll let Lindsay. You go. No, 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 because I want to ask no, you, you a question. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to think of these questions, though, because I can't think. I just, I cannot be. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm terrible at things like never have I ever. I'm so oh, bad I'm at thinking good. of questions. You're good? I'm good. Boom. Right, Didi said I done lived a thousand y'all. lives. Okay. Um, so, I, Didi, I'll ask you a question. You mm-hmm. ask me a question. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, do you want to participate? Lindsay, do, do it. But I don't want to ask the question. Listen, Lindsay, do stop it. it. You are going to do it. Do it. All right. I'll, I'll see the examples and you, you guys go. I think if we had some Henny, you would do it. Yeah, I think oh, if we did have some Henny, you would do it. Henny, I would be dancing on the table. But, okay. you know. Oh, my God. You got to get some Henny. All right, okay. next time. All right. All right. Didi, All right. let me ask you a question. Okay. Favorite pair of sneakers to have sex in? Oh, yeah. that is hilarious. That is an amazing question. Jordans. What What pair, though? Which ones that I did? Oh, I love it. Man, I love this show. I did uh, Brett Elevens. You fucking Brett Elevens? And he was wearing Brett Elevens too. That is He mad. was wearing matching shoes? That's mad romantic. Uh, so clearly this like was standing up. Y'all were, or unless they were fresh. Sexual support. And you got in bed. That, that is, is real support. sexual yeah. support. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Didi, Didi. I love it. All right. So, Didi, now ask... Uh, Lindsay, are you participating right now? Yes, right. unfortunately. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I know, yeah. I already told this. This is scrap for my mom. I can't put this Ooh, on Facebook. I got one. Mm-hmm. I got one. She got, got one. one. Okay. DJ Khaled, Fab, J. Cole. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? Nice. Oh my god, no. Okay, DJ Khaled, Fab, and J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Marry J. Cole. Okay. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, I would probably fuck Fab, unfortunately. Wow. <laughs> you will kill, but I, I don't want to kill, kill, you will kill. I don't want to kill DJ Khaled, but he's, he's the, the major I just key cannot, of I just, I just really just know. It's probably some you know what good I mean? like, dick I love, under that belly. Literally, gotta, oh, my sound is accurate. Oh my God, his accurate. girl's having accurate. a baby. Yeah. His but girl's I love, having a baby. I can't wait for the little boy to come to the world. Yeah, there he, you go. Mm-hmm. Well, now you killed yeah. him. Good job. Lady. I don't mean to kill him. <laughs> I love DJ Khaled. Like, literally love him. Like, when he misspelled strength and guidance, <laughs> it was my favorite thing on Snapchat for the entire week. Oh my God. Guidance. This week in um, Champ Sports, I followed him on Snap and they went to his house. Oh really? And, um, well, respect they, people's privacy. Thank yeah. you. They went to his house, Snapchat his house. Um, he actually signed keys for like fans and stuff. Oh, shit. Um, they I interviewed him. Is the man. They interviewed him about his footwear and stuff. They hooked him up with a pair of harachis and stuff. And the thing about it is, you see Kylie with so much heat, but he's really into he's really into comfortable shoes. Yeah, Com- that's, a lot of people are. Yeah. Now. 
It's very comfortable. Oh, Rochers. Yeah. I just need to be comfortable now. Rochers so. is not... It's not like that anymore. It's now NMDs, Adidas, NMDs. Those is the okay, best. Okay, let me check. Let me check. I need that to off. like take the ones so that came out notes. yesterday. They were they <laughs> were they they worth a lot now. Right. It's, my style is oh my god. They hella comfortable though. Super comfortable. It's like the same Tanaji as Yeezys. Oh. Do y'all understand so, how trash I feel just sitting here in like a shirt probably from like Rainbow right now? It's, oh, it I don't matter. Anything for Selena. 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 It's all right. It's, it's purple. She died a day after my birthday, so I get like oh. what is purple and if being from Rainbow have to like cancel each other. I that tried to anything, think of something good. I like this shirt though. It's purple. That's my favorite. Hey, color. I like your hot boy shirt. Hey, hot boy. Hey. New Year, baby. <laughs> What's going on, everybody from New Orleans? Okay, Lindsay, you got to ask a question. Uh, to you, right? Yes. And it's to me. Oh, good. You want to go we'll do another do another round, and we'll include our main guest. And I gotta ask you too. You can ask me a question. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay, go ahead. I'm thinking. Whew. Later on, y'all, we were going to be talking about Black Lives Matter. So get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. I have a good one. And it's not sexual. Okay. If you had to live in a world without Nas or Jay-Z music, which one would you pick? Oh, shit. Uh-huh. You better answer this one correctly. Nice. You have to t- no, nice. take off one of them for the rest answer, of your life. You, you can gotta, never hear their music ever again. You got to nice. answer this correctly. It's nice. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, Evie, it's been real, guys. No, I love no, being no, on this no, show. No, 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 no. It's Evie, been really nice being Evie's on this show, but I cannot hold on, hold be a co-host with a man in front of me tell that says you that. Wait, I got to hear the why. Let me tell you why. I don't give a damn. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It makes perfect sense. Why? I love both. I love Nas. I love Jay-Z. Okay. You hear this, God? You hear it? <laughs> Why are you so dramatic? It's Why are you putting in a position what? like that? All right. Nas and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. If we look at the entire catalog of both artists, uh-huh. right? Don't we disrespect see... with the Nostradamus. That was a terrible album. <laughs> Stop disrespecting. Kingdom it. Come was not great. Kingdom Come was shitty. And if I had to listen to that for the rest of my life, I probably would jump off a cliff. Would you say that but to him if he was in this room? Who, Nas? Yeah. I will, I'll be like, nah, look, all right, I get it. I totally And you know how he's going to look at you? He'll be like, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. That nigga going to fuck nah. you up. No, he not. No, he's just actually be like, a really nice guy. But if, if you said that to Hove, that you would delete mm. No, but I, I truly believe that Hove has a better You're just going with catalog. The, I get it. You're going with the safe option with the more humble person. No, I get I it. I get I kinda, it. I would he has do a better it too. Ca- no, I kind of agree on that part. Street because disciples. he's one of the few rappers that actually... Stay in lane to every. No, yeah. he's staying in the lane till this day. There's yeah. not that many rappers that stay to the. I don't give a damn. I you you petty. I you gave me a question. I answered it, and it's not because I I I love Nas. It's just I... Nas had a few more Rotten Tomatoes than Hove did. Can we all agree that? Yes. All right then. I'm sorry, Lord. Nah, but he won the beef against Jay Z. He sure know? did. I, I knew I liked you. No, you sure did. I knew I'm it. not. I'm not. Remember that one? Remember. He lit him up. Jay has some dope Stop. ass jabs, though. Stop. It's not like Jay got obliterated. It Hello, was close. He jabbed on him about his baby mama. Baby mom. Let the condom in the baby seat. Stop it. Stop All it. All right. Look. Got something more in common All right. So. That was a pretty good one. That was a pretty good one. So you have a question? For you, espérate, let me think, let me Pregunta. think. Pregunta. Let me think. Oh, you know that one. Okay. Yeah, I do. I'm Panamanian. Oh, shit. You, really? I am a Panamanian. Oh, okay. I don't know much, but it's my fault. All I speak think. is English. <laughs> and, and two words of Punjabi. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got think. you, Dad. Let me think. Go ahead, think. Oh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Which celebrity would you like 
to host in their concert, like to open up their act? Who? Uh, ooh, good one. Ooh. One that celebrity, is... if they tell you, oh, you have an opportunity to choose one and you could headline ooh. every show for the rest of your life. That is a dope-ass question. Who would it be? Oh, Damn, uh, I want this question myself. <laughs> that is a good question. Lindsay, you think of an answer too. Um, oh, Jeezy. I'm oh, sorry. Jeezy. For, I want to get that crowd hype. What? She is a Jeezy fanatic. So, I, you know what? Stevie Wonder. Really? For real. Stevie, though. Stevie. 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 So you would spread your like ignorance right before Stevie got That's to crazy. <laughs> I'm not ignorant. Stevie. I have an opinion. You would be Millie Stevie rocking that's up that's on the stage like and Stevie going to be like, Stevie. so what was that? No. Well, he's he's not, not going to be able to. Damn it, Lindsay. That's terrible. That was fucked up. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I didn't say wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I'm a Stevie Wonder fan, so. I'm, I'm you def- almost No, I'm taking my hat out of the ring. Stevie Wonder, though. I fuck with Stevie. OD. That's crazy, Lindsay, that you would even say that. <laughs> what? I said... You said he would say, what was that? That's crazy. I hope. That is crazy. I... You're the one that's implying everything the else around it. The views on this show are <laughs> do not, not express, do not express the views of the people talking. Everybody talking. Some people. They're going to point no fingers. Some people. <laughs> Your finger's mad strong. I know, right? <laughs> But yes, yeah, it would be Stevie Wonder. Right. I can't wait to re-listen to this and then like never laugh again because of how disgusted I am with my laugh. Yeah, yeah. I know I how am. Elliot Wilson feels. Hashtag no laugh crazy. shaming. Because <laughs> I'm going to get laugh shamed. Yes, yes you are. All, All right. right, now you gotta ask me. Whew. All right. Hmm. Okay. Which celebrity mm-hmm. with with terrible shoe game would you? allow yourself to be with for the rest of your life and have to stare at their shoes every day. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and you got to, like, walk down the street. Yeah, you got to walk with them in you, public. And you can't sneaker- fix their shoe game. You can't do anything. They have to wear the I'm shoes that they want. Think. And the sneakerhead community. You got to, like, think, walk damn. with them forever. I mean, I'm not going to throw shade, but, yeah. like, used to call me on my cell phone. Has oh, terrible shoe game. Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, no. He got heat. Yes, because now. he's one. No, I respect Drake in the community because he's one of the first few celebrities that actually got a retro from Jordan one, and he has his own uh, samples to the point that people paying tens of thousands of dollars to get in their hands on. Mm. So I respect him for that. So, boom. but the one celebrity shoe game that's horrible that needs improvement, and I've been and I'm so disappointed because he has so much money, Lil Wayne. Oh, Weezy. Damn. Lil Wayne. Which is interesting because he does like, he does kind of he stay has supras, active with shoes. Supras. Yeah. He doesn't just not try. So it's interesting. He had a yeah. super contract. And when I used to work at Amos, we were selling his shoes. And even though they wasn't selling as much, uh, I like the shoes. Because mm-hmm. he's the whole skateboarding thing and stuff. And then he, he, he mainly rocks like vans and stuff. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You have millions of dollars. Like stop this mm-hmm. fuckery. Yeah. Got you. Interesting. Well, that was You Can't Lie. Let's give a round of applause. Proud of y'all, man. Kept the truth going the whole time. All right. So now we got to, we have to, now we have we to take, shift gears. Shift gears, all right? Very so, harshly. Yeah, 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 shift yeah. Gears. But this is the point of the show. We give a whole bunch of different perspectives. Yes. I think it's mm-hmm. cool. People need to know. People need to know. Yeah. So we're, we're talking now about, put your serious hats on now. Mm-hmm. Talking now about all the injustice that's been going on, right? So, mm-hmm. yes. uh, 
we have been seeing people, mainly African Americans, being killed in the middle of the street, in cars, uh, you know, everywhere. And it, it seems like it's an attack on a certain look of a, of a certain kind of people. So we wa- we felt the need, and we, we were going to have this whole show on on um the 20th year of Reasonable Doubt, and, and it was written specifically, and mm-hmm. we, we just felt the need and compelled to shift gears for a minute and talk about... For the first show. For the first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything that's been going on, Black Lives Matter, and uh, we reached out to a mutual friend. Lindsay, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you introduce this wonderful young lady. This beautiful young lady next to me yeah. is Aisha Tiffany. Is that what you want to be introduced as, Aisha Tiffany? Or just Aisha? You good. Well, yeah, if the feds are listening. I the feds oh. is listening. Aisha Tiffany might be a little more appropriate. There we go. Aisha Tiffany. This is my boo. I met her through a mutual friend named Glory. Um, I think you guys went to college together, correct? We're good friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to you. like the feds is watching. Shade. Oh, that was some people shade. in there. That no, was but shout out to Glory for yeah. bringing us together. But I'm very happy to have her up here for our first episode today because she is one of the most knowledgeable, passionate, and yes, and driven people that's actually trying to make a difference out here. I right. saw her footage on Snapchat of her literally in the front of the protests um the day the day after Philando Philando Castile's uh mm-hmm. Death went viral, mm-hmm. and she was right in the front of the protest, oh, literally so- screaming her lungs out at the police just to say, those are children on that bus with all the people that were arrested. It was crazy. So, welcome, Aisha. Welcome, Thank Aisha. you for bringing your spirit Thank you. here. Aisha. Well, that wasn't the song. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Uh, I got my shoes from The Gap, so... Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the conversation that was... Uh, Don't worry, I won't judge. I won't judge. Not my lifestyle. It's, no, it's okay. We This is a non-judging <laughs> show. Yeah. Judgment-free. You yes. sure about that? Ah, All right. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, but well, we we definitely wanted to talk to you. Uh, thank you for having me. Right, thank you for coming by for our first show. Now I, I met I met Aisha. She uh, we there was a show called Greek Code that, which I'm still pissed at you about because not only did you leave, but you can't be pissed at me. It's something I had no control. It over. never. I was, I was a pawn in the game. This show never <laughs> happened. Number one, I, I went to the premiere. I gathered all my friends and. It just never <laughs> happened. It was supposed to be like guy code for people in black Greek organizations. And oh, that's I was dope. in a Greek yeah, in yeah. my comedy. Oh, were you? Yes. Okay. I was in well, a... I wish you were there. Well, no, I don't because it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> never took off. But, uh, you know, since since I've known her, she's been... Uh, a very noble and upstanding young lady. Mm-hmm. Every time you. I run into I her, like how the gears have shifted. The gears have shifted <laughs> I mean, like, dramatically. You know, straighten up our ties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We 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 ready now. Okay. But uh, let me know for you Sorry. how hard it was to watch. We talking about forty eight hours, and we talking specifically about Alton Sterling and mm-hmm. Philando. Oh my god, Castillo. that funeral. Yeah, and the the funeral, everything. Yeah, it was just devastating. Back to back, forty eight hours. Um, as a black woman, mm-hmm. having to see that, and I'm sure you have African Americans, males in your family, who you're very close with, of Absolutely. course, friends. Um, how'd that make you feel? <clears throat> Traumatized. Mm. I mean, I, I think um, that's the only word that can be used to describe everything that we've been seeing, everything that we've been um, exposed to. It's just like a re-traumatization of just like our bodies being taken away with different faces plastered mm. on it, right? I think it, it hit people, you know, so close to home just because like that's me that's my little brother that's my dad that's my uncle you know um 
Alton's son crying. Like, that's my little mm. brother. That's my cousin. That's the the little boy I see walking to school every morning. So I think it really finally hit home for people just because they could see themselves in it. Um, and, and that connection to it, that visceral connection is, is just because we're human, mm. you know, because our ancestry is still flowing through our veins. Slavery is not that far back. Like we still have all of that stuff sitting on us. So that re-traumatization is just so real and apparent. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that people are really getting so involved now because it's long overdue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as, as unfortunate as the, the trauma is and as unfortunate as, you know, these lives were that were lost, it's waking people up. Yeah. You know, I always find it so interesting because we get this dialogue going always mm. right yes we do we're we, good talkers we are we always two weeks two weeks two weeks we're good talkers right yeah, right yeah. and i i i uh i was at a community forum uh with the shout out to the caribbean attorneys uh mm. association they threw something at rustic tavern mm. tavern uh on this past wednesday mm-hmm. and we all were voicing our opinions and we all were frustrated and we all gave there was, there was the uh police deputy of the 79th precinct there. It was a very good movement, but I always feel like in this society, we get lost by the many names of hashtags that we put in back of the hashtags and and media coverage. Like, we let the media dictate how focused we are. I don't think that's enough. It's it's absolutely not enough. And do you feel like this has finally hit a pulse where people are saying, you know what, this this is not enough? I think it's getting there. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a little hesitant because the debate has now shifted to Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. Yeah. Right. And and I think that's just another form of the distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people get lost in, in that debate. But um, I mean, people are talking about it. People are researching. People want to know statistics. People want to know the facts now. So, you know, regardless of what has gotten people to open their eyes. Our eyes are open and hopefully they stay open. Um, And I'm really making it my point at least to take it to my community and to my peers to make sure this is an ongoing thing because this is an ongoing struggle, right? These aren't Mm -hmm. the first two black men to be murdered. They're not Mm going to be the last two. Um, So in order for us to really make this a long-term movement and not just a step, right? We don't don't need a step. We've we've had enough steps. Um, But to make this a movement, it needs to be longer term and on a bigger scale. And mm-hmm. I think people are starting to slowly understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I I always feel like we 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 generally talk a, a very good game, but when it comes down to trying to make sacrifices, oh yeah, uh, then it becomes an issue of well, uh, you know, I don't need to do that. Like I had a conversation, mm-hmm. a very valid conversation, and I wanted to get you guys' opinion on this. <clears throat> a valid conversation with one of my uh, one of my friends. About boycotting, mm-hmm. about boycotting mm-hmm. uh, what was going to be necessary for us to take back our economic power, yeah. um, mm-hmm. give more power to the people, and, you know, keep money in our pocket because, you know, we'll hit harder with ep- economic prosperity than we will with violence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're talking about boycotting big companies, and my boy made a very interesting point, which I, I totally agree with. He was like, well, what about the people that work at these companies that happen to be that look like the people that are dying in the street mm. Mm. happen to be minorities mm-hmm. happen to be people in the community that uh need this to survive to right. keep their kids mm-hmm. off the streets right. so it seemed like a twofold system right yeah. so mm-hmm. if we talk mm-hmm. about exactly. economic prosperity 
the sacrifice that we have to make, we're actually hurting each other. So you shoot yourself in the foot for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let, let me get your opinion, Lindsay, on, on what you think about that. And we'll go down the road. Like if we talk about boycott and big companies, how do we protect ultim- our own? Protect our own. So. That's really tough. I mean, like I can't I can't even like fathom. Re- I mean, first of all, I can't even fathom the pain that people are experiencing watching this. Like, as far as, like, I can only do it from a sympathetic and somewhat empathetic point of view. I can't do it from a direct understanding. But from that point of view, it's like, it just obviously that there does need to be a change that needs to happen. And hitting them in their pockets is the best way. However, there are a lot of companies where the presidents or CEOs might be minorities themselves. Like, I know that the president, I think, of ABC is um a black a black, a black woman. woman. So it's like, you know, people if they're saying, oh, we're not gonna watch, you know, ABC News or we're not gonna do this, you know, that's still hurting them at the end of the day. So I don't really know like what a good plan for that would be. Like that's just that's something that really needs to take like work. Like how do we specifically get to these, you know, corrupt, you know, CEOs or these corrupt, you know, uh leaders of these companies, the people who are taking the money and like doing whatever with it that's not gonna help anything. So I, don't, I just don't really know. It's like a tough. It's like a. It's like a slippery slope, mm. kind of. So right. Can I be real with y'all for a second? Be real. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you you a play level. cousin? Intra- right. You know. You oh, fine. This is yeah. There you go. So you know, I think that we think on a very small scale, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's our society's nature is to pinpoint one person, to pinpoint that bad cop or or that bad precinct mm-hmm. or or that bad CEO. Totally. That is thinking way too small. Um, I think that that leaves too much room for another person to step right in their place and keep mm-hmm. the system going that was Absolutely. put into place for all of these things to be possible. Um, you know, the lack of history, the the I'm going to be careful with my terminology, but the the supremacy that that is put into mm-hmm. place and built into the system is not going to be. Uh, reformed, if that's what we're looking for. It's not going to be reformed by taking out one person. It's not going to be reformed by boycotting one place for two months, Mm. right? These Mm. things have been in place for hundreds and hundreds of years. So if we're looking for something different, we need to act differently. So that's where, you know, you mentioned taking back our economic power. Black women are the biggest consumers in this country. Most people don't know that. So, you know, if we take our money and go elsewhere in terms of investing in our own communities, um, you know, growing our own foods, investing in black founded banks, you know, all those things, if we take our money and give it back to ourselves, um, the people that are working in these corporations that may suffer, they can come back home. Because we got them. Because now right. we got our own food. Now we got our own banks. Now we got our own housings. Now we're developing mm. our own education. So they can come on back home whenever they're ready. You know, there is going to be a little bit of sacrifice, but people need to get ready for that if they want long-term change. That's I was going to say I'm the sacrifice. I think, like, you know, people quitting their jobs to go, you know, somewhere that isn't going to be surrounded by people that could potentially be corrupt. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, a, mm-hmm. like, a sacrifice that a, lot, that a lot of people are probably, like, scared to make because they have they, that's the, you know, the salary, the benefits, everything mm-hmm. that helps feed their it's families. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna gonna be what they, it helps it them keep be. their their nice house or mm-hmm. helps them drive the car that they do to work. Like, they don't have to take public transportation. Whatever it might be, something small, it's still a huge sacrifice at the end of the day because it affects their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's what and Didi brought up a, a point that I wanted to segue in. You're, you're asking people to make a, a sacrifice that maybe they don't want to make because mm-hmm. they're they may be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. while they may, you know, be black and be be so sympathetic and heartbroken about what's going on, you're asking somebody to possibly give up their livelihood to try to fight this fight. Mm-hmm. So Didi, how you, how do you feel about that? 
It's, I'm, to be honest, it's going to be hard because as much as um, people will fight and stuff, at the end of the day, it's still going to happen. Like, for example, um, like you said, this is not the first, mm -hmm. it's not going to be the mm -hmm. first two African-American males that's, yeah. that's, that got murdered mm -hmm. through the police system. It's still going to happen. And no matter, what, no matter what, as much as we as a community and us as a whole will do whatever it takes, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. Because yeah. there's so there's certain amount of people who are negative, who are ignorant, and who are too comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's very it's going to be very, very hard to convince these people to stop. Tell right. them to stop what, they, what they're doing. Like, I have friends who are African-Americans or Hispanics and who are NYPD. And they're scared of shit mm. because um, of what's going on. And some of them have uh, Caucasian partners who, in fact, do this. Mm. And there's been mm. situations that they they told their captain what was going on and everything, and the captain didn't do shit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I posted up a video on my Instagram. Pretty much, I forgot what uh, news station it was. And pretty much, it was a, a, a panel of Hispanic and African-American cops who are NYPD. And they pretty much told them they admitted it admitted it everything that's mm -hmm. going on right mm -hmm. and that this yeah. is just not by coincidence exactly mm -hmm. and when I saw that video I was like oh my god and the fact that this can't be stopped is like what what do we do I feel yeah. like the only <clears throat> I feel like the only real like not temporary solution but something that is like a smaller solution that could actually have somewhat of an impact for the short term is if at least one of these cops does get charged and sentenced. And that's the only way because that way it'll set an example to other cops who are just think with the same mindset to be like, oh, so not all of us can get away with this. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know no what matter I mean? what, no matter what, fortunately, you're a cop. You could do whatever you want. It's very... It's, well, once I'm saying, well, once they be, prove it wrong that you can't do yeah. whatever it's you want, my, that's the, on, that's the only it's, way it's going to set an example to the others. I'm not saying it's going to fix it completely. It's going to change the whole system. But it could traumatize a couple less, a couple more cops from doing what they would have done if they didn't see that. There could be a few... And, that's, and sometimes... That's, that could save at least one or two lives. That's kind of worth it. Do you okay. know what I mean? And Small this, victory and for yeah. a big Now game. they got body cams and all that stuff. It's still not going to do anything at the end of the day. It's it's very discouraging because you do see people murdered in cold blood. And then, you know, a cop could plead, hey, you know, I was fearful. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I was scared. Um, I was frightened. He frightened me. He tried to attack me. Body cams fall off sometimes, uh, which I was or talking to. Off. Or turned mm -hmm. off, you know. Reason. Things things happen, but we have seen uh, little to no convictions for many of the lives that have been lost in this struggle, in this fight for just living. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that we we know we. It's apparent that all people who are caught in these situations, they may not be quote unquote innocent, mm -hmm. but nobody deserves to be executed. Right? No. Shot in the, shot in the face. There's serial the rapists in jail talking to their families right now right. on the phone saying, hey, like, come write me a letter. I'm sorry. Like, Alton Sterling was selling mixtapes mm -hmm. and he is no longer able to speak to his family. Like, that's, right. that is no excuse for anything. And it's a, it's a cruel continuum of, of uh, what, I, what I saw uh, after he passed away was there was a strong black woman at the forefront and a, and a young black man, her son, who has to grow up without a father, who has to be pushed in the forefront of trying to be a man at 15, mm -hmm. uh, now being the, the 
quote unquote man of his man house, of house yeah. and having to see his father die repeatedly in the media. You, I don't think people understand the the mental repercussions of what will happen. No, and it's not an accident. It's not, it's not an a, accident. It's not a coincidence, yeah. right? We're he not, got we're shot. Not, how many? You got like shot like six times. I don't even. I think it, it was, was like six, six shots. Times. Yeah. So we don't see. You know, we're not seeing videos of of the tragedy in Paris, right? Right. Where we're not seeing. Um, people jumping from the the towers on 9-11. We're not seeing that plastered mm-hmm. all over news repeatedly. So this is, it's not a coincidence that a certain group of people are being continuously targeted and traumatized. It's a mental game at this point. Um, we, we need to be put in a certain place. Um, and I think that's what's happening by whatever means are necessary. Mm. Um, so that's mm. where, you know, community healing comes in. That's where education comes in. Because our generation is so far removed from our history and our ancestry, and that's part of the game too, right? And when we learn in history class, we learn that you know black civilization started with slavery. We we don't learn right. about anything else. So you know when we get that picture of ourselves and we see these pictures of ourselves on TV, either we're playing basketball, or we're lying dead, or we're we're rapping a song. When we see these images of ourselves, it give us it gives us very little to think about our potential. Right. And if somebody makes it out. That's the exception, right? He had something special. He had, she had something that none of the rest of us have. Um, but I mean, these are these are messages that we're getting, and the only way to combat them is to to give ourselves education and to build community. Um, and that means speaking to people who are older than us that that were involved in the civil rights movement, speaking and meeting with people who have experience personally with the police. So just expanding our horizons and, and getting up from behind our phones and taking the energy to go sit in Sister's Place and, and meet with people, the New York 8, like just sitting with people who have their own movements, who've had movements since the 80s, since the 70s, since the 60s. So we're not reinventing the wheel. Mm. I hear the question a lot. Well, well, how do we stop this? What do we do? But where can we start? We don't have to start anywhere. This started hundreds and hundreds of years ago. We don't have to start anywhere. We need to continue. And I think our lack of education makes us feel like we're getting, we're the first targets that, that we're getting this. At. We're getting this. Our parents are getting this. But we, it's not starting with us. It started with chains. And then it escalated to lynching. And mm. now it's just gun mm. bullets. Like, the, it, this is nothing new. It's just looking a little different. The cameras in social media exactly. is what's a lot different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I saw I saw that quote. It was like nothing mm-hmm. has changed except the the, the, the cameras, right. yeah. Right. And you, which is a gift and a curse, because mm-hmm. not only does it, 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 it paints a picture that will be will live forever, mm-hmm. and you have to watch that. But it also tells people that, all right, now that I have a camera, this is my way of fighting. Like I can't imagine <laughs> if one of you was being attacked by police officers, um. Grabbing a camera and going, oh, look, 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 mm-hmm, look. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. feel compelled to go in there and, and say something and or say do something. And say something or do something, right. Mm-hmm. So it teaches us kind of like, all right, we do, we have this camera. Police will take that shit anyway, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They'll throw it away. Just to throw it out there, if you're 25 a week, feet away from whatever incident is happening, they cannot take your yeah. phone or arrest right. you because you're not intervening. 25 exactly. feet. And people don't people don't know that. Yeah. Right. My I, I just I just can't even fathom the fact that you watch someone you love being attacked by the police in that same way or experiencing that violence from police and then not being able to call the police to help. Right. That's you can even jump in and separate because 
You're fucked too. Yeah. Because then they're going to attack you as well. You can't call the people you're supposed to call because they're the ones actually attacking the person. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just insane to me. It's so insane. (laughs) And it's discouraging because then you have people who kind of feel like, I'm hopeless. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. And how do we get through and communicate with those people Mm. who feel like there's, you know what, this is a continuum. It's something I'm going to live with. What what's an effective measure to kind of go in and try to debug their mind so that they can feel some kind of self worth again? I honestly feel education like I that is my word. Mm-hmm. I will get that tattooed on my forehead if it's the last thing I ever say. Mm-hmm. Education. If we learn where we came from, if if we are able to learn about the triumphs of our people, then there is no worthlessness. When you understand that this system was put into place purposely because you were a threat, um, because you were deemed too uh, too valuable, right? Right. Um, once you you learn that, there's no worthlessness. And once you start to surround yourself with people that understand that and don't take that for granted, I think that you can really begin healing. But there's also a real need for healing. So when we talk about mental health, while all of this is going on, like people need to take care of themselves. You need to take a step back from from the media. You need to take a step back from all of these things that are you know, sending your brain the message that it's okay to see people like you struggle. It's not okay. I don't Mm. need to sit in front of a TV and watch that for three hours. You know, when you guys mentioned the funeral, I haven't watched that. I can't. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I need to take care of myself. Um, So when we talk about that, you know, reach out to people. I'm offering therapeutic services. Get a therapist. Talk to somebody about this because this is real. And I think it's even more traumatic that we hear that it's not real, that, you know, that this isn't happening. Um, but you need to understand, we need to understand that people that are saying that right now have their own mental health issues. There's a very real name for that, and it's called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Google it. Okay. But that's a very real thing. You know, people that don't believe that this is happening or refuse to believe that this is happening, they got some mental health issues. Um, that's not your problem. So if you realize that you're struggling in and you need some support, get yourself some community. Read a book, open a book, learn about people that have been dealing with this for decades and really support yourself. I want you to talk about a little bit about um, last week on Saturday, you had a gathering at your own house. and I wasn't um, invited. (laughs) Well, she made it kind of like an open open invite on her social media and stuff. Um, It's called Flow, is it called? Folk. Folk, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs) Folk, Folk, yeah. yeah. Um, And I want you to just kind of talk about that because it was just such an amazing concept. Yeah, so um, I'm starting an organization... or I have started uh, a business called Folk, and it's named Folk because, you know, when when they took away our language and our culture and, and our literacy, um, the only way that we expressed ourselves was through artistic means, right? Singing, poetry, spoken word, um, religion for some people, spirituality, and, and that has been something that we've been able to pass on through generation and generation, whether it's, you know, jazz or whether it's rap. Um, or whether it's sneakers or hip hop or whatever it is, we've been able to to hold on to that expression. So, you know, my business focuses on really giving people a place to heal um, through expression. So uh, I felt like we needed a safe space that that was not open for debate. You know, I, Facebook is not a safe space. It's open mm-hmm. for debate, uh, right? Yeah. Um, you I can't don't be on Facebook anymore. Right. Yeah, you, you, can. you can't. Right now, there. don't don't be on right. Facebook. You exactly. <laughs> You're saving yourself a lot of trouble by not. Um, so I opened up my home, you know, and that's something that any of us can do, right? I I have a place, my place is not huge, but I invited people over to express themselves. And I had some sisters come in and do spoken word and, and some people came and just spit and and there was like a cipher and we just talked about what we can do to support each other, right? In a system like this, 
that can seem so daunting. And, and you mentioned before, Jameer, you know, how people are hopeless. And a system that makes you feel hopeless, um, you just have to focus on building yourselves up. You can't necessarily focus on fighting right now because the system's too strong for that. Mm. Um, so if you can really focus on supporting yourself and, and building from within and, and learning what talents you have that you can share with other people that helps build your community, that's really what's going to be effective. Um, and it's going to build that unity. So I just had some people over. We had hors d'oeuvres. I wanna, <laughs> hors d'oeuvres. You know, a little, right? Okay. Um, and she loves to talk about how fancy she was. I, listen, I how I fancy go were out. the hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, yeah, I want to know. Okay, so I had different kinds of cheeses. Hors d'oeuvres. Right? What kind of cheeses? Four? Let me, think, let me think about it. Let me think about it. You Brie. <laughs> She really got to take the time. I know, right? There was like mozzarella. We're getting Ooh, off subject. Okay, okay. But the like point is, balls. it was um, fancy. It was really nice. Gotcha. I walk, you know, if I'm having people in my home, I need to do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but just something so simple as I having people I volunteer next over. time to cook for you. See, look at that community. Better than me. Back at at Aisha's place uh, will be catered. Catered by Didi. Let's go, Didi. Um, but yeah, it was it was really really good vibes and and so many different people from so many different walks of life was able you know were able to connect um, and and this continues right this isn't just a, a one time thing so um, we there's a garden that that we grow our own food in um, over in Crown Heights that we meet at all the time to kick back people come through with poetry we're having a, a cipher there at the garden um, I'll give you guys the address in a little bit yeah but. You know, just a place to be safe because that's not common um, nowadays, mm-hmm. a place to just be safe creatively um, if we're starting at the the bare minimum. But, yeah, just getting together with people and just really like building and connecting and just feeling that you're not alone in this society. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really going to take people through this. Yeah. Wow. I love that, I love, so I, I, I love that too. And you. You, you did mention, uh, you know, ciphers and it, it kind of sparked something in my mind. We we are I think we're safe to say that we're all in tune with music. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, you know, love music and we celebrate music. I find it sometimes troubling the music that even after tragedies, uh, you know, black people killed, you know, people just killed. You you still have this music that's getting mainstream attention. Absolutely. Uh and it's it's it continues to desensitize us, right? Absolutely. It continues to create a distraction for us to move forward. Mm-hmm. While I love the turn up, I get mm-hmm. it. There's a time and a place for it. But how big do you guys think artist responsibility is at times of tragedy, especially within your own community? Lindsay, I'll start with you because you're a music writer at uh, Karen Civil. <laughs> hey. And uh, amongst wow. other things, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. When you when you see tragedies like this, but then you have to go cover uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, right, mm-hmm. right, right, or a song mm-hmm. that's you know talks about yeah, murder, murder, her murder. soul food cooking looked horrible. I'm kind of I'm <laughs> honest, I'm honestly kind of like torn on this whole subject because I can see the perspective of like, well, you know, their job is their job, and what they signed up for is to sing, uh, or entertain, or provide you know entertainment to people in some sort of a shape or form and get paid for it. Like, that's really what their, more or less, what their story is. And so a lot of people are like, why would we look to a singer to talk about, like, you know, social issues? So one on one hand, I get that. So when ASAP Rocky had that that old interview that right. was released the other day, at one on one hand, I was like, I get, I get what he's saying. Like, I get he's like, I'm not in that space at all. Like, that's not what I do. But at the end of the day, 
I am also a white person from Connecticut and I understand and want to fight for this as mm -hmm. a human being who just wants other people to and wants to cherish other human lives. There's not so that many people that can say that, so I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. thank you. No, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a human life being taken wrongfully, period. I don't care if you're a purple, blue in the face, like whatever it might be. At the end of the day, it's a human life. So it, I feel as though if you are a person that is like, you know, a singer, entertainer of some sort, you have a platform. And with that platform comes a huge fan base or a small fan base, whatever. You still have people following you, reading your every word, clutched onto what you're saying. So for the longest time, I had I had issues with Drake not speaking on it. And I had to even have my boss, Yvette, kind of tell me, he's like, she, she's kind of like, so what is he supposed to say, Lindsay? Like, what is Drake really supposed to say? He's a singer. Like, he's a, he's a rapper at the end of the day. He's just in the culture. What is he supposed to really say that's going to affect social injustice? And I, and at the end of the day, I was kind of like, you know what, you're right. But when he finally spoke up about the Alton Sterling and Philando Castile thing, I was kind of like, yeah, this is what he should have done this mm -hmm. whole time. And I gained a lot of respect for him but by basically saying these are people around, like this could have been people around me because at the end of the day, it could be anyone around you. Like I'm a white person from Connecticut, grew up around all white people, but I have so many minority friends and that is... That's all that matters to me to be able to say, hey, yeah, so your life matters. Like, I don't understand why other people don't think your life matters at the end of the day just because they may not have minority friends or a minority environment around them. So at the end of the day, I feel like it is your responsibility if you have a platform to be able to raise awareness for human lives at the end of the day because that could have been one of your fans at the end of the day. That could have been someone who buys your music. So, at, I mean, I don't understand why people think, like, the celebrities have no involvement at all, like, is what they need to do. Like, they need Deep. to say something at the end of the day. Deep, man. All right, so I love the dialogue. I mean, this is a conversation that clearly needs yeah. to, to We've been to, trying to, to have this for a while. So. We've been trying to have this for a while. It's so important. Um, last comment. So I want to build solutions, right? Mm -hmm. So we uh, we always talk about the problems. We know the point problems. We know it. Very we, know well. it. we live it. We live the mm -hmm. problems, but mm -hmm. solutions and uh what can individually us bring to the table to kind of uh, eradicate this this particular issue of minorities dying at the hands of 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 police officers? Minorities dying in general, because let me mm. let me tell you, like we we uh, because I think we are so desensitized, we'll we'll, we'll kill each other. Um, what can we do to kind of eradicate this problem so more people can live and? Didi, what will you do to kind of contribute personally to to this issue? I will volunteer. Mm. Volunteer to like these youth youth centers and all of that, and just inform them, educate them, like you said, mm -hmm. educate them. Mm. You gotta start from from the young kids. Mm -hmm. Very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. Well, I just want to go back on this the the part when you said we're killing each the you know you guys are killing each other that whole yeah. argument. I read of something that kind of goes against saying like well how how dumb of a theory that is to use as say well you guys kill each other you know when you hear newscasters yeah or, yeah, you know, yeah yeah I, yeah of I, it's course. that's basically I want to tell everyone who argues that that is literally the equivalent of the ISIS wanting to kill people in the U.S. because we kill each other right that's mm -hmm. the equivalent yeah so that's the dumbest theory ever right so at the end of the day like it's just a human life but as far as human what people life. can do. I mean, I mean, for me, it's like I have the white perspective at the end of the day, mm -hmm. no matter where I'm from, who, who, who I'm around or what my life is like, I have white skin and that's basically what cops are going, bad cops are going to see. 
And if that's and if that's how they think is by skin color or where they're from or whatever, that that's literally my life is based on my skin color to them also, which means that I have privilege that comes with that. So with me being that I have white privilege, obviously, it means that I'm going to at least use that to my advantage to educate people. Like my parents weren't really understanding as far as um, when this was all happening at first, they weren't like sure. It, they're not the type of people to be like, oh, it's not a race issue, but they're not like, we don't know if don't it's know a race issue. Details, right. Now I'm able to t basically tell them, no, look, like this really is a problem. I promise you, like, here's why, here's what the motive could be, you know, and kind of at least make them aware of the fact of what, and, and not only that, I was able to kind of tell them what my friends like Aisha and them, what they were feeling when they were seeing all these videos, like how distraught they were. I literally used the words distraught, some of them inconsolable about it. And that affected them immediately. That's mm -hmm. when they were just like, okay, I get it. Now I need to research it. And that alone, being able to research it, who knows? They could be involved in the next protest mm. with us. And that could be someone who literally was against it in the beginning. Right. And that's my duty. Boom. Aisha. What's up, y'all? Hi. <laughs> um, solutions, solutions, solutions. Um, we touched on education. Uh, community is going to be huge. Mm -hmm. um, really investing in your own community. So we, um, and by we, I mean the organization that, that I'm a part of, um, we're organizing a trip to Carver Bank. Um, which is right. the last uh, open black-founded bank in New York City. So branches in every borough. Um, I'm about to switch my direct deposit, so I'm going to get a little notification soon. But, you know, really reinvesting in, in your own communities. Um, and if you if you don't even have a bank account, if, if you don't, open one up. Take a couple dollars. Open one up. But just make sure that you're investing, you know, in people that believe in you, people that that understand, you know, your, your strife. Um you can come through, vibe out with us when we have our get-togethers, whether it's at my place, whether it's at the garden. Uh, the garden is located at 455 Ralph. Um, that's in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, um, Ralph and St. Mark's. But we will be having a cipher this upcoming Tuesday. So if you got bars... Come through. Come through. <laughs> if you don't got bars, come through. Just don't, <laughs> don't speak too yeah, much. Don't. Right? Um, <laughs> You know, just find a place in your community that, that you can vibe out with, with people that need it. Um, and if you can't find one, create it. Uh, I think that that's a solution. Whether it's just you hosting three, four, or five of your friends in your crib, just talk about it. Create these conversations. Keep them going. Um, yeah. yeah. Community, community, community. Right. What about you, Jameer? Uh, I think it's important uh, to use platforms like mm. this. So mm -hmm. a reason why I wanted to have a platform like this was because I felt like these issues were coming and going at a rapid pace and more people that look like me were dying. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's becoming a genocide. So mm -hmm. I wanted to use my platform to try to continue this dialogue to say that, okay, Yes, we have all these problems, but we need to come up with some solutions. So I feel like my greatest gift uh, that God has given me is the ability to communicate. Uh, continuing these conversations is important. I think education, like all of you have said, mm -hmm. uh, coincides with that because we must inform. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, man, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. Don't think that this is normal. Don't think that you right. should live like this. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. And uh, as a person who is, I'm 27, I'm still at the age where I can connect back to the youth. And that, that's a pleasure I would give to everybody who is under maybe 40. 
you have you still have an influence, right? So these kids that are 16, 15, 14, they still look up to you. They still you're not the old motherfucker in the barbershop, you know? <laughs> you are per you're a person that people look up to. And if you just listen, number one, to what they're going through, instead of trying to chastise mm-hmm. and say, Y'all don't know nothing, this and that, you can get through to these young kids. They need somebody to trust. They need somebody that they can feel comfortable coming to. So you have to earn that. I tell my cousins all the time, like we have discussions, you know, they tell me about their problems with girls and this and that. Mm -hmm. And I let them know, hey, don't you ever think that you're not valued, Mm -hmm. that you don't have a place in this world where you can succeed as a young black man. Mm -hmm. You are a king. You are educated. Use that. Don't Mm -hmm. let anybody take you out of that kind of zone that you're in. And from that perspective, uh, that makes a small a small victory like we talked about before mm-hmm. for a bigger cause. Like mm. we have to start on the ground level. We know that this is not just going to it's be overnight. overnight no, absolutely. It's about mentoring, though. Like mm-hmm. you have to get to the to the source so that you can deprogram them so that they can grow up with some kind of de-program. normal deprogram deprogram mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So they can have some kind of normal mindset going out going outside of that house mm, absolutely. you know so that's the pledge that i have taken mm. that's the pledge that i will continue to take and um can i throw one more thing on yeah that? sure i just want to touch on uh black lives matter mm-hmm. so this is not just a hashtag this is not just a cool thing to wear in your shirt this is an organization so they have chapters in every single city join the chapter in your area mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's not enough to use the hashtag the hashtag came from the organization it didn't just sound good so join a chapter in your area um they just came out with their 10 point plan read up on that see what they're demanding from from our government mm-hmm. from our communities um really join in on that go in and sit on a meeting if that meeting doesn't work for you go to another meeting go somewhere else go read something but just make sure that you're active right. activity is essential like nothing ever got done by anybody sitting behind their phone and asking for it right. that doesn't did you get your job by doing that no, no. right you had to get your ass up and go into that and <laughs> do that interview True. right so we really got to take some steps but yeah um check out um black lives matter um campaign zero i think is is um their ten point plan. So just okay. research up on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. before before we end the show, I thought it was essential a topic that we would continue to do is called You Are Appreciated. Mm-hmm. And just highlighting people that we want to say thank you to, that you are appreciated and that, you know, you can't you matter. Cause like I said, play cousins. Like y'all come in here, we family. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, so I want to dedicate this one first of all to all of you. Aww. All right. So, uh, you know, as I look across from me, I look at three beautiful women, three different skin uh, complexions, and, you know, just the beauty of, of a woman <laughs> beaming back at me <laughs> is, is, Aww, is just amazing for me. And to I want to say thank you and that you guys are appreciated for individually doing something constructive in your community and being there at a time where men that look like me aren't valued. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Didi, even you coming through to the show, I appreciate it. Aisha, mm-hmm. even you coming through the show, I appreciate it. Lindsay, you, you my you. motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you doing this show with me and mm-hmm. kind of taking a journey as somebody who may not be uh, personally affected by these tragedies, but understanding that it is fucked up mm. and that it is not normal as a person who is white. Uh, I appreciate you because you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys are definitely 
appreciate it and I thank you lady come on bye bye don't you know I love you sweet lady I please no one I think we got it he's about to go into the whole thing oh that felt good okay well I mean look this is our first show y'all I'm this so happy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of y'all. Thank y'all. We didn't fuck this whole thing up. We didn't fuck this whole well, thing we, up. We haven't listened to the tapes yet, so. No, we didn't. Uh, we could have fucked this whole thing <laughs> up. But it wasn't to the point where I was like, I need to leave the room. That's okay. true. Okay. Yeah. It did get a little fuzzy yeah. with the Jay-Z Nas situation. You almost mm. left, but we that came back. That is what yeah. got fuzzy for y'all? That, no, the for her. The sexual support wasn't my, fuzzy. My <laughs> hashtag, yeah. I love the sexual support. It that was, was amazing. I love Look, I felt like I learned something. That's your takeaway from from the show we got more to talk Listen, about okay Jermaine you gotta actually support me and be like oh if you don't you gotta you hashtag be like sexually you support me you gotta hashtag me. every single Instagram post with the sexually support sexually me. support me just like that I started we, a movement <laughs> she just started a movement um, we gonna wrap this up <laughs> Aisha like I gotta thank you thank you for being thank you, thank uh, you. here Didi peace, peace. thank you for being here oh Aisha we gotta get your uh, social media for yeah. you yeah. true true alright uh, feds too y'all gonna follow me on Instagram the feds um, Aisha Tiffany I-E-A-S-H-A-I-E-A-S-H-A Tiffany Regular Tiffany T-I-F-F-A-N-Y Instagram I don't use Twitter but yeah check me out vibe out come out to the garden to my house I would love to meet you folks right and we'll post you can give it to me offline we'll post it not my address though y'all can hit me personally right there you go slide those DMs there we go <laughs> no, I get do I get that every Slide. hour. Please, Dick pics uh, and everything. I hate. Oh it. no! Oh, okay, don't. Right uh, next to the sneaker. That's not for me. That's not for me. No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didi, one more time. Your social media. Oh, my social media is kick it with Didi. Mm-hmm. True. Um, okay. I have a Twitter, but I don't be on it as much. So Instagram I'm, is. I'm, I'm Instagram is my main thing. Got you, Lindsay. Uh, just Lindsay India. L i n d s e y i n d i a. No, Aisha, don't make a comment. She's upset because she thought India was my real last name when it's my real middle name. It's and a she real does not middle never name. know people out here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> she never know. I promise. I'm tired of it. Lindsay Lies. India. I'm um, just on everything Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, lindsayindia.com. Woo! Sorry. Go I'm just real high. Oh, AishaTiffany.com. Go bye support bye that. Bye my website is in the works. It's coming. Uh, in the true, works. True, true. We, we here with uh, Jamari, coming. Jamari, you, you got friends on Instagram I, or something? You want to let them know? I try to have friends. Hey, friends on Instagram. This is my I famous you, friend. You're my famous fucking friend. You do have me. Everybody follows me here on Instagram. You're my famous so friend. He said so. the sexual uh, support thing, but I'm going to follow him back after. Why would you delete <laughs> yeah, me? I just, it's I so it. amazing. Listen, people need to know. <laughs> I'm sorry in this world. People need to know. I keep bringing it up. Clearly, I'm not that bothered You're not that bothered. We them. could start a movement. It doesn't have to That's be That's the movement y'all want to start me. after this no. conversation. No, all right, <laughs> right, right, right. So no, I know no. it's real. Let's get refocused. Refocus here. Jameer, what's your social media handle? Social handles? media. All right, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at it's Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R-A. And at, uh, on Snapchat, uh, I am Jameer. I am J. That's how you know he's famous. I am Jameer. It's Jameer. They took it's Who Jameer. else would it be, motherfucker? I guess. Well, that's how we're going to end this first show. Yes. Uh, I love you guys. Play cousins. Play cousins. Play cousins. Yes, uh, play cousins. For play play. For play play. But when you come in here, you know you like my mother's child. All right? <laughs> Is there a Hennessy anywhere? No. Sorry, I'm going to go get some food. We'll go get some food. We out, y'all. Black Lives Matter, as always. Black Lives Matter. Peace.